Okay, Mesut Hashem. I was inspired to record another thing today on the mezuzah, the mezuzot. So the mezuzah, in many ways, is clearly related to this topic we've been exploring of manifestation. The mezuzah is a big deal. We're talking about it every day, twice a day at least. You know, ideally three times a day. We should say Shema three times a day. Morning, night, and then going to bed. So we're talking about always the mezuzot, the mezuzah on the door. So in the Zohar, it says that mezuzot, the plural form of mezuzah, mezuzot, if you rearrange the letters, it's zaz mavet. It's repelling death. It's pushing away death. Okay? So there's another tradition that on the mezuzah itself, on the outside, there is written a certain divine name of God called Shakai. Shin, Dalad, and Yud. Just for clarity, Shaddai. Like when we say Shakai, because we're not praying, but Shin, Dalad, and Yud. So what's the tradition of this name of God? What does it mean? And how is it related to the idea of repelling death and manifestation? So what is this name of Shakai? Shin, Dalad, and Yud. I'm saying it, Shakai. So there's a tradition on this name that it says in the Midrash, in the Midrash, Shakai Sha'amar Laolamodai. That God is called Kale Shakai, the mighty God, the almighty God, who said to his world, die, enough. Okay. So that it says in the Midrash that when God was creating the world, the world was like spinning out and kind of like an organism just unfolding, unfolding, unfolding. The Gemara calls it like two balls of yarn. But the heavenly structures of unfolding, like the heavenly genetic code was unfolding. And the earthly code was unfolding and it was getting great and getting bigger and bigger. And then God roared at it, die, enough, stop. So then clearly there's this image now that this name of Shakai is related to the idea of boundaries, proportions of the universe. That essentially, there's a deep secret in this, that the word die, the word enough, is yud and dalid, which is the numerical value of hand, of yad, but it's 14 in Kabbalistic tradition represents 14 different levels of reality, like the 14 bottom levels of reality, the 10 levels of the olam hasia, the 10 levels of the lowest realm, the lowest world, and then four lower levels of the world of Yitzira, the four levels, the four lower levels, in general being attached to the idea of the lower parts of the body, the legs, the sexual organs, where people can be tripped up, they can have an issue, especially in those realms, which is really the realms where a person fully enters the world by creating progeny, by walking, so that in the creation, this is a big secret, but in the creation, 
when God was roaring at the process of creation to stop, he was basically saying, don't go into those realms. I'm leaving those realms over for people, that they should be pruvervu, they should be fruitful and multiply, and do the difficult work of entering into those spaces and expressing themselves into those spaces, manifesting themselves into those lower spaces, those lowest spaces. So that's this name, Shakai, that's on the mezuzah, okay? Let's follow the train here. Where is this going? In another, from another direction, when God was roaring at the world enough, stop, stop becoming this. He wasn't just roaring at it to stop developing into its perfection, but he was also yelling at an even prior stage of creation, he was yelling at the negativity and evil of the world to stop spinning out. Because before he started to manifest creation in its perfection, leaving over the rest of the work for us to complete, before that process, first what he was expressing was all the evil, all the raw passions the raw materials of this world, that from the wreckage of those raw materials of this world, those burning embers, those fantastic, terrifying energies of pure evil, that when he was spinning out those vessels, those levels of death, he also roared at them enough that there's a maximum limit of instability and death in this world also. So then that's the beautiful image of the mezuzah. Because we said in the Zohar, the tradition is that the mezuzot, those mezuzahs, they are the letters zaz mavet, push away death. Meaning, okay, let's go back again to these names. It's explained in the Ramchal um, at the very beginning of the Sefer Adir Bamarom on this name Shakai, Kael Shakai. He says basically, this divine name of God, we've been explaining it. Another way of looking at it is to look at it like the template of a structure. So he says, you have any organism, let's just take a person. So when the person is conceived in the womb and he's going to be a person, so he has a basic template of his limbs that, yeah, he's going to grow because he starts as a single cell egg and the cells divide and he grows and he grows and then he's a little baby and then he's born and he grows and grows. But two basic points on the way that he grows. One basic point is that, yeah, he's going to grow and expand like literally in his physical shape. He's going to get bigger. But there's a channel. There are very specific lanes by which that growth travels. You know, God willing, his arms are going to be of equal length. He's going to have ten fingers. You know, he's going to have one head. But there's a, he has a basic shape. He has a basic template. And while that shape is growing, or he is growing within that shape, the growth is always being contained within that shape. So the Ramchal explains this, then, is the secret of that name. The full name is Kael Shakai. 
Almighty God, that the word kale is the name of God that represents expansive energy. If you flip the letters of kale, Aleph, and Lamed around, it spells the word low, not, like no. So then kale would be the ultimate energy of yes, of yes, I will go. If no, if low, like do not, no, is the ultimate stopping word. So kale is that power, godly power of yes, of like I'm pushing forward. Okay, that's the kale of kale shakai. But the shakai part, the shadai part of kale shakai, is that while there is this expansion in a person, in the universe, etc., yet that expansion will be taking place inside of a very specific fixed template that's always putting a filter, a design, on the growth of that experience, that organism, that moment in history, whatever. So this, I think, then, is the meditation on the mezuzah. Why is the mezuzah tied to this divine name of Shakai? And why is it tied to the idea of Zaz Mavet, a push-away death? The answer is, like, very deep. Um, and I think it's like this. So when you look at a house, a house is a structure. A house is a structure in space. We wouldn't want our house to fall down, God forbid. We would want it to stay there. And the fact is, it looks like it's just sitting there still, but really in a deep place, the house is constantly reappearing moment after moment in the world, not collapsing, but staying up, staying in its structure, staying in the proportions and coordinates and parameters linked to the name Shakai, linked to the name of what creates those limits and maintains the limits of that structure, that organism, so that its main frame is always maintained. So by the house always maintaining its structure, always maintaining its proportions and manifesting in space, this at the same time is the idea of Zazmavit, of pushing away death. Because death isn't just a person passing away. Death is the destruction of a structure. Right? Destruction is unstructuring. So Shakai, this name, the name that creates limits, that creates experience that it should uphold, that Hashem, Sha'amar Sarotei Dai, that there's another tradition that Yaakov calls Hashem Kel Shakai, who said to my troubles enough. That just as God was roaring at creation, that on the one hand it shouldn't just be this non, this un, this ever expanding house. Like the house should stop expanding. It should be, you know, this many stories and this many rooms, so that it should be habitable. Like that it should be not just an infinitely growing house. On the other hand, he yells at the forces of death that want to tear down the concept of the house and says to them, enough. Like, don't come in. Don't tear down the house. So when we look at a house with a mezuzah, we can basically meditate on the idea that God is protecting us 
that at the openings of our gates and the openings of our house, which means the way that we are constantly opening in, that we're opening up to exist. In this space where there is a, a realm of death trying to tear us down. And we know that like every day a person's dying, he's getting a little worn out. And every day, God forbid, a person is susceptible to have something break. But the idea of the mezuzah is to maintain the structure, maintain the frame of our manifestation. That by always remembering that Hashem gives us our homes and gives us our bodies, which are our homes. How we find ourselves housed and at home and residing in this space that we should be grateful for that. Amen.